Good morning. Good morning. It's going down. Welcome back to the Still Save Show. It's yours truly, Just Dave, where we break down the breakthrough every single Saturday. We sit down with some of the dopest and most influential people who have some of the coolest and most inspiring stories of change and transformation. We truly believe, we truly believe that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And I got a testimony for you today. That's right. I got another dope, dope story from a, a one of the coolest people that I know, uh, my homie. Y'all know him as, as Trey Nub. What up, baby? What it do? What it do, man? Man, it's going down, dog. It's going down. I'm so glad you decided to wake up early and come kick it with your boy. Man, I wouldn't miss it, man. Thank you for having me. For man, sure. of course, dog. We've been planning this for a minute, man. For a minute. We've been doing yeah. this. What, this number two for us now, huh? I the think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That first one counts, bro. That it live. Do, yeah. We was all locked up at the locked house. Locked up during the pandemic. During yeah. the pandemic, yeah. we was locked up, man. And um, But now we live. We live. We in the same room, and it's going down, man. Um, I'm a little tired, bro. Uh, and it's not because it's early. Yeah. I stayed up late last night watching some cheesy Christmas movies. Man, it's that time of year, man. It's the best <laughs> feeling. I can't wait. I, can't I know, wait. man. I love the Christmas spirit, bro. Man, definitely, definitely. You know, that time of year. You know, I got five kids that, you know, having to buy all the gifts and spend all the money, but being able to spend time with family, watch the Christmas lights. I just love it, dog. Man, that's the best part, man. So your new name is Santa in December, right? <laughs> so you are Santa. That's okay. right, man. That's right. What's your favorite part about Christmas? Uh, my favorite part about Christmas is the fact that I, for one, I'm still, I mean, I know I'm older, but I still believe in that Christmas spirit. Everything just is love, it's, you know, sharing and family, man. I love that, man. So yeah, yeah. And nah. we get like a slight part of Thanksgiving with the eats again. Right, you know right. You know, hey, anything, any holiday or festivity that requires food, man. bro. I'm there. And I know you are because you be Definitely. kicking it with, with Grundy, with G, and Bless the Belly Definitely. all the time. Shout out to the homie G. Shout out to Bless the Belly, man. Yeah, we always eating, man. I can't hang with him too long. I've been gaining too much weight, man. I don't know but how he do it, dog. I don't either to this day. And I be with him, still don't understand how he do it. So Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Well, guys, if you don't know, if you don't know, Trey is a viral sensation on TikTok and IG and all social media platforms. Millions and millions of followers. Uh, he's been featured on CNN. Viceland TV, tons of other, you know, local and national broadcast networks. Um, he's been in countless mu music videos, bro. Like, he, he traded and done it all. You know what I'm saying? And uh, not only that, um, you're one of the most inspiring and motivating individuals that I know. Um, you. you were born a, is it the correct term, a triplegic? A triplegic, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what that means? Um, basically just missing, you know, Three limbs, you know, I'm missing my arms down up to my elbows and I'm missing my right leg, like up to my knee. Um, so there wasn't amputated. It wasn't no, um, you know, people be like, well, what's what's the cause? It wasn't no cause. It just happened like this, you know. So with that being said, I see it as, you know, I know God don't make no mistakes. So he did this for a reason. Yeah. So that's why I hit the ground running every time. Hit the ground running. Hit the ground, <laughs> put my best foot forward. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, dog. Hands down. Yeah, got to. I love it, bro. I love it. And, and and when I say you're one of the most inspiring people, I know I mean that. Because a lot of people know my story. Right. They know the struggles that I've gone through as an adult, um, dealing with depression and anxiety, even suicidal thoughts and coming out on the other side. And and your videos, your story has been one that's helped me get out of bed in the morning on most days. Man, thank you, bro. I you like, know? And that's why I do it. So just hearing that and being able to know that. I know you told me before, but just like that be my, I got to keep going, you know, yeah. because yeah. it's like I'm 
making that type of impact and mm-hmm. like I feel like that's my purpose. So. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, man. Because yeah. I, I there have been days when I've just been in the bed or not wanting to get out, and I know that many people have been there before. Thanks. You know, not the covers feel like they weigh a hundred pounds man. or. You know, and just not wanting to socialize. And, and I'm like, yo, if Trey could get out here and put a smile on his face and put a smile on other people's face, I'm like, yo, I I, I can at least go to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can at least feed these kids some breakfast. Um, so we're going to get into it, though, man, because I mentioned some of your your credentials, if you want to call it that. Um, did I miss anything, though? Nah, man. Uh, I mean, you know, you called it off, man. You made me sound like it. A super superstar. You I mean, know? you you kind of are, bro. Yeah, I mean, you kind of are. I do a little bit of this, and you've worked with some really really cool people, man. Can you share with us some of the um, some of your favorites um, that you've been that you had the pleasure of working with throughout your career? I've had the pleasure of working with. Uh, I was in the Two Chains music video that was pretty dope. Two Chains. Two Chains. Yeah, that was like a couple years ago, a lot of years ago, kind of old, but uh, <laughs> uh, Two Chains. Let's see who else. Um, Ao and Tayo. Yep. Mm. You know the dance and sensations, uh, man. Uh, who else? Flip, um, H Town legend. You know. Yep, yep. Um, Shout out to Flip. Flip was just sitting down with us the other day. Yeah. So Flip, uh, Cheddar the Connect, uh, yeah. Flick of the Wrist. Uh, man, I mean, are you using that video? Using that video? Video. If you go look at that video, that was the early days of Trey Nub. My dreads were shorter. All uh-huh. that. So, but me, Vanilla Trill, which White Boy Chris and uh, T Wayne, we was in there yep, dancing. Yep. So that nah, was man. cool. Nah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. That's that's what's up. And and you know, I always list out people's credentials, not in a boastful way, right? But I want folks to know, like you know, you've been right. out here putting in work, right? Right. Um, right. you've been doing your thing. You've you've got some accolades, and and you don't you're not a, a boastful, prideful person, like you know. I, I had to pull it out of him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's a really modest dude. But even in the midst of all the successes, all the awards, the accolades, the attention, the millions of followers, right? The viral videos, and we talk about that often because i got my first viral video the other day yeah you told me man and i'm fired up you got many many more you're gonna do many many more to come bro i Look, already know it man y'all been it. really showing love on that von juan video with the michael jackson as the director yeah. you know you know allowing god to direct your path and direct your life so shout out to everybody who shared that joint and been tapping in on that but i list all of that to to to, to really set the stage mm. because it hasn't always been beautiful it hasn't always been bright skies and crystal waters right Right. like there's been some hard times and some struggles along the way Uh, definitely definitely, you know um you know growing up with only one limb right one leg no arms you know no hands no feet uh i I gotta paint the picture for those that are listening let's paint it you know what i'm saying and take me back bro because you said you were born like this this wasn't an accident right Mm -hmm. so what was it like growing up um so growing up from a kid, of course, as in a in you know schools like grade school and stuff like that, you know kids will be kids. So you know I got talked about and you know the, the name calling and all that stuff like that. Um, but the thing about me is I had a strong support system from jump from Come birth. You know what I'm saying from great family members to great friends even early on. You know like. And it just with them, you know, keeping you know keeping me positive and it's like you know what people gonna be be them. You know what I'm saying? Let them know who you are. So, like, literally, as a kid, I took that, and I was like, 
let them know who I am. All right. So next time they got with the jokes, I sent jokes back. And like, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? So you know how it go. Like, and I'm very, I always love to make people laugh. Even yeah. from a kid, I love to make people laugh. And I love to dance. There's two things about me, you know, but. Man, always, hold on, dog. I got to interrupt you for a second, dog. Because like, man, bro, you got one leg. <laughs> right. And you have like the most rhythm I've ever seen in my life. You be hitting every single move. Here I am with every single limb <laughs> on my body. And I can't dance to save my life, dog. Man, look, we don't use that word can't. It's just you don't know how yet. But we're going to okay. do this. We're going to set these lessons up. I got you. <laughs> By this time right. next year, Dave's going to be the master TikTok dancer. Come on. I got you. I, got <laughs> I might do one or two, man. You know, I don't know if that's in my wheelhouse. But you definitely have an unquenchable fire, this 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 joyful spirit, right? Right. Um, but like you said, even with the support system, right? Right. And how kids will be kids. And I've been there. I was a teacher in middle school. I got five kids of my own. Right. I was a kid myself. I've mm. seen the bullying. I've seen how cruel and how how mean some kids can be. Exactly. And I've seen it take a toll. And and there was a report the other day that said in children, suicidal thoughts and depression and anxiety is up about 800%. You know, so even with all the good stuff that you had, there had to be some times where you was just like, man, I, I, I don't, I don't, I ain't feeling this. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, and it'd be to the point to where it's like, um, even like, like at an early age, you know, as a kid, you're still trying to figure it out. You're mm -hmm. still trying to figure out not only just life, but you're trying to figure out, out yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of emotions going on as a kid, too, on top of being born, you know, different. So it was times, you know, just like any regular kid, you know, you won't talk to the ladies, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> And I was very, very good. Like, I was always that good person that females would come talk to and stuff like that. But it just be like back then trying to go to that next level, the boyfriend, girlfriend, it was just like, ah, you know uh -huh, what I'm saying? It uh -huh. was always some some pullback. So that kind of bothered me growing up. In fact, I actually had a girl, you know, when I was in middle school, like, I ain't gonna lie, she she shamed me in front of the whole school, man. Mm. We was outside and, you know what I'm saying? And like, I had, you know, that was back then when notes was real hot. So yeah. I sent a note, <laughs> but I sent her a note earlier. So I We wouldn't slide in the DM, nah, we were sliding we, the notes slide in the, the notes, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, look, walk by and hand her the paper note. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I gave her no whatever like that. And then after school, like, she was just, like, stating it to her friend, but she was doing it loud. You know how it be? Like, yeah. and she was like, I, how am I going to date him? Like, what are you going to do for me? Like, how can he hold me? Woo, woo, woo. In front of everybody. And people like, ah, woo, woo, woo. And it was like, the words bother me, but the most, the part that bothers me the most is I don't want nobody feeling sorry or down for me. And, like, to have the whole school be like, Oh, don't do them like that. Woo -woo. So now it was kind of like yeah. I got played on top of now I'm the charity case. You know what I'm saying? So it was a lot going on yeah. at that time. So that kind of ain't gonna say kind of that that threw me off for a minute. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was like, you know what? I'm gonna still keep being me, but it was just like I'm not trying to do this relationship thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we we be great friends. That's cool, but it just like that kind of hit my confidence a little bit, especially oh, sure. at a. Young age, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. that 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 took a toll, bro. On that'll me. take a toll on anybody, dog. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like we've all been, like especially in like middle school, high school. That's when you still trying Man, to figure yourself out. That's when you trying to figure yourself out. You still trying to put it together. You find your identity. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the emotions and feelings. So it's just like, man, I like her, or you know what I'm saying? She like him. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot going on. Yeah. And to try to balance all that with my situation and what I call it a situation is like. I do a lot, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I I tell you honestly, like, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff I'm able to do and I do now, I was doing 
defy my people. They tell me not to do it because I'm going to hurt myself mm-hmm. and I feel like I got a point to prove. Man. And I do it and I complete it and I be successful at it. And they know it. They be like, oh, okay, you do know how to do it. But then I still get popped for not listening. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like a win-lose. But um, even then it was just... I'm very sports driven. I love yeah, sports. My yeah. whole family on both sides, my family, mom, dad, I mean, mom's side and dad's side play sports. And like, I always wanted to play sports, but to play on a competitive level, right. you know what I'm saying? That, that was, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And because take me back, bro. Cause technology has evolved over the years, right, right? right? You have a really, really dope prosthetic now right? that allows you to be able to walk and move around on your own. That's one thing I admire. You don't, you don't let me do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when we first met, like, I was like, do I got to pull out the chair? Do right. I got to? Like, you you was like, no, bro. Like, you 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 hold it down with your phone. You drive. You do everything right. on your own. Right. Um, and, and um, but back in the day, before technology evolved with these dope prosthetics, right. walking was tough. Walking was definitely tough. Um, so to take you back, 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 <laughs> um, I was... In the era before they had bending prosthetics, before yeah. technology, like you said, the technology in the better parts, I had the the, the stereotypical pirate captain <laughs> peg leg, brother. It didn't bend. Man. You know what I'm saying? So and I, as a kid, that, as a bro, kid, that was like know, a target. Man, You probably got all the jokes. Man, that was like easy ammo, but you know what I'm saying? Man. I had to have some of my own, my own. So, But it was a lot of times, man, it's like, oh, snap, he getting me. You know what I'm saying? So, but like... Yeah, I couldn't, uh, you know, sit down in a car just like normally. I would have to sit like at an angle so my leg can not be in the back of a seat. Um, I couldn't play sports, like I said, because of that, it would hinder me. Like, I feel I've had nine migraine concussions, you know. Um, doctors told me I was supposed to have been brain dead a long time ago. You know, yeah. I didn't broke both my collarbones. I only got one leg. I sprang my ankle on that thing twice. You know, it's like the one you got. The you one I got, it. you gotta protect it with your life. But, but again, just to paint the picture, right? Because your your arms are they stop like right above at, or below the right, elbow? Right at the elbow. Kind right of at like. the elbow. Yeah. Okay, so imagine it. Like if you fall, okay, you man. don't have any hands and nothing to brace yourself. So you literally are timber. I'm going down. I'm going down. Whatever happens, happens. Kind of sort. Of, ain't no kind of sort. Of, yeah. Basically, that's what it was. Like I had to even as a kid. Like I had to come out here to Houston and to Shriners um, to take falling classes so I can try to brace myself as the best way I can from you know hitting my head or hurting myself further. You yeah. know when I fall. So. Hey, let's sit, let's sit right there for a second, okay? Because I I I I kind of felt. The Holy Spirit talking to me a little bit. You had to take falling lessons. Falling you lessons. You had to learn how to fall. There's a class to teach you how to fall properly. Talk to me a little bit about that because I, I feel something I feel something deep right there. Okay, so what it is is um like it was bad. Like I was falling a lot, you know, even middle school, high, um, elementary and middle school. Um those that transition right there was kind of like when I went from the stiff straight leg to my first prosthetic ever uh that bends yeah and it was like a door hinge it just swings you know what i'm saying it was like it didn't lock like my new leg now it kind of you know Mm -hmm. technology is way better like you keep saying Yeah, yeah yeah but man if i hit a step on a rock wrong you know what i'm saying i would fall you know or hit a curb i mean or step off a curb wrong you know so it was I had to learn how to fall or they were going to try to put me in a wheelchair like permanently, not permanently, but anytime I move around outside of the house, yeah. they were trying to 
wheelchair. So what basically. were some of the things that they taught you? Do you remember? You know, my prosthetic is on my right side. So when I do get to stumbling, or, you know, on that side, it's kind of like trying to rotate your body, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I know it's kind of hard to explain. Right. And it, it was kind of hard for me to understand, especially at that age. But like doing it, it's kind of like a... I don't want to compare it to a baseball slide, but, you know, you have to move a certain way yeah, to slide yeah. to not mess up, you know, certain things. So just like when I had to fall, they would tell me they would, like, fall towards the right side. And they would have people, like, there just to catch me. Right, right. And there would be mats and everything like that. But, bro, the reason why I wanted to zero in on that is because in life, we are going to fall. Definitely. Failure is a given. Like, I, I hate to break it to you, ladies and gentlemen, you're but if you fail. haven't failed yet, you probably ain't living to your full potential because you're going to fail at some stuff. You're going to fall. Yeah. And the, the beauty I see in that is in the physical, you were taught to, like, how to fall. You know, knowing that we're going to fall, why don't we ever teach ourselves, like, how to fail? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to come moments where you get the 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 girl who turned you down or you don't get the job opportunity. Or if you're in sales, you have to go through tons of no's before you get the yes. Right. Or this relationship don't work out. You know, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Natural disasters, Katrina, Harvey, you name it. Right. There's going to be trouble in your life. And why don't we ever prepare ourselves in advance on how to fall? Like you like you said, you they taught you how to brace yourself, how to, you know, fall on this side or fall right, on that right, side, right, bro. Right. Like it's crazy. I definitely feel you on that. Like it's honestly and truthfully, I don't I can't say that they can teach you. You can't teach nobody how to fail. Um, and that's, I mean, right now, that's just the way I see it. But you can teach somebody how to brace for it. You Come know on. what I'm saying? You can teach somebody how to, like, how to handle failure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If that makes sense. Because uh -huh. honestly and truthfully, um, like you said, if you're not failing, you're not taking that step forward. You're not moving. So, and that that scares people to know that they can fail. Yeah. But the, the, the best part about taking that step is the failure because you learn from it. You know, the oldest saying in the world, if it don't kill you, make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up in a, a, a old, you know, school type family where they give me the old sayings to life lessons, you know? <laughs> so I got that in me. So, but to, to say how to teach somebody how to fail, because you don't know exactly what you're going to fail right, at, right. particularly. But think about it, bro. You never knew when or where you were going to fall. No. You didn't know if you was going to fall in grass, on concrete, down a hill. But the class was to teach me how to be prepared when I do fall. Come on. So that's what I'm saying. As far as people and us as humans, we're going to fail. In fact, I'm kind of excited when I fail moving towards something I want to do because I know how to come back and edit it. You can't edit a blank sheet of paper. You know what I'm saying? If I give you a blank sheet of paper Man. and tell you to fix it, you're going to be like, what's what's wrong with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to put something down on that paper for you to edit it and go back and revise it. So I'm kind of looking forward to the failure, especially if I'm doing something I want to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so even with that, it's just like they teach you how to prepare for the fall. Yeah. The fall is not as bad as it is in your mind. Right. Because in my head, it was like, even that as a kid, it's like, oh, I'm going to fall down, hit my head, concussion, I'm in an emergency room, woo, woo, woo. Sometimes it was like that. Yeah. But I fail way more times than I've had concussions. I didn't fail maybe over five million times, if you ask me. Yeah. But, you know, because I was taught how to fall and be prepared, you know, when I do fall. Right. Because you don't know when you're going to fall, but to be prepared whenever yeah. you do take a stumble, mm -hmm. I only had and, nine concussions. You and know? now I'm sure you fall a lot less. 
I fought with you know what I'm saying? But don't get it twisted, though. I'm still clumsy, ladies and gentlemen. So I will still take a tumble. Just look, even if I'm with you somewhere, if I fall, just know I'm prepared to fall. Oh, we can't walk yeah. together then, bro. I'm clumsy with hey. both my legs. Hey, look, we both gonna laugh. It's all good. I don't feel no type of way about it. Like I said, it's, it's yeah. all good, you know? It's bro, I learned from the fall. So. That is crazy, guys. I hope y'all heard that, man. You cannot edit a blank sheet of paper. Like, dog, that, that blew my mind. Um, I, in English, because English was not my favorite subject whatsoever. Everybody right. know I love math. I taught math. I, I excelled Ooh, in math. I don't know. English, bro, I used to have like four, five, six, seven different drafts before I was able to turn it in. Man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie. Sometimes in, in school, like, because English was one of my greatest subjects. I, I got this, and I still got it. That's why I, like, I want to do movies and stuff. Like, I got this crazy imagination, and it's always going. And, like, I was the greatest at telling stories and writing papers. Like, you know, in even back then, they would try to, like, modify it for me. They'd be like, well, you don't have to write five paragraphs. Maybe you could just write two. Man, I got about seven paragraphs, and it's busting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I didn't have teachers tell me, like, boy, you be, like, your creativity is, like, through the roof. So sometimes I used to, you know, write uh, uh, um, a paper and not even edit it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, just yeah, because yeah. I enjoyed it and I knew. Mm -hmm. So, like, history and English, that was, like, my two best yeah. Well, we need to come together because those were the ones I hate. Well, I liked history and philosophy, but I really yeah. love math. Uh-uh, I can't do that. So, okay, so I'll take uh -uh. care of the math. You take care of the English. Okay, right? best. Be good. Be good. I'll take care of the business. You create the content. Let's do it. Let's we, do uh, it. The tag team champions. <laughs> let's you know? go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Right. Um, dog, what are some of the most challenging things like that we, uh, that most people probably take for granted? Like in your case, um, whether it's driving, brushing your teeth, or... You know, I'm sure you get asked that a lot. Right. But um, what are some of the things personally that you like, dog, like this is a struggle? Honestly and truthfully, and I blow people's mind when I, because like you said, I get asked this all the time. So yeah. the the one thing that just be like, ugh, is transferring clothes from the washing machine to the dryer. <laughs> Brother. What? Believe it or not. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah so, you know, think about it, dog. You have to dig. You got to dig in there. You know what I'm saying? My reach is limited. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That we got to, after you get it, you got to put it. I got the top and bottom wash and dry, you know? Uh -huh. So I got to put it at the top, but you know, I ain't that tall. And again, my reach is limited. So, uh, but I mean, I get it done, of course. It just take me way longer than what you think. And that's why I say, like, a lot of things that, you know, people do without second thought you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. i didn't even think about laundry bro you know, you know i was doing laundry last night and it's like it took you what maybe 30 seconds to transfer clothes from the washer to the 30 i mean to the dryer you really your mind not even thinking and about I'm that i'm complaining the whole time bro i promise i won't complain next time <laughs> i do laundry dog i promise but that's why i say it's like it's not you know and it's not on purpose it's just like my situation causes yeah. certain things so yeah. and I tell people I have people laugh and I'll be like you, you're you not even thinking about it you probably fussing about something else you just throwing clothes in the washing machine just I can't mm, I'm trying to be something to eat <laughs> meanwhile you walk in there and see me my feet in the air my body in the washing machine <laughs> I'm pulling it out you know putting it in there you know and that took me about 15 minutes just to do that you know Yeah. so um, and even just like dropping something on the ground like I can pick it up but I saw that that video you posted with uh, homie Reese mm -hmm. with the egg. With the egg. <laughs> so, and the thing with that is, of course, man, shout out Reese. Reese is a creative genius. Like, yeah, but he just think outside of the outside box. But I can pick up an egg, ladies and gentlemen. That video went crazy. Like, maybe over hundred million views. Yeah, literally, like everybody was posting it. But the funny part, it was like, because people was like, he can't get the egg. Oh, my God. Y'all help him with the egg. Like, ooh. But in actuality, I can't pick up egg. But yeah. the way that I was down on my knee, 
like bending down, uh-huh. that's how I pick up anything. So if I was yeah, to drop yeah. my phone, I was by myself, I would have to bend down. But I can get it, ladies and gentlemen, just to let y'all know I'm okay out here in the world. I just get it like, different. I just get it different. I, I do everything just like you, just a little different. Yeah, no, that's um, dope, man. Because I, I, we were actually at the ET conference when he came to Houston. Shout out to ET. Shout out to You got a chance to rock with him for a little bit. Um, and we were backstage, and I can't remember if it was CJ's kids or Jamal's. Um, but I remember yeah, they're Jamal. younger. It was yeah. Jamal's? Okay, yeah. yeah. And they're younger. I, I don't know how old they are exactly, but they had to be like five or six years old. And they walked up to you. And I think just real innocent, like, right? Bro. Real childlike. He was like, yo, how do you eat? Or Man, is that what he asked you? He asked me, but he came like, and I, and I posted that video. Southside mm-hmm. Jamal, and his name is Jamal Jr. So Southside Jr. Man, he came to me in the most mannish way, like with respect though. Came, introduced himself Hey, how you doing? I'm, you know, told me his name and shook my nub, you know, right off the back. <laughs> Didn't think nothing of it. And he was like, like, how do you eat? Like on some, he was literally curious. Like Not knowing that we had just smashed some chicken wings. Man, I like, just smashed Maybe like 20 minutes man, before that. I went crazy <laughs> on that chicken and fish, Dave. You know it. I'm backstage, nub greasy. But <laughs> he just like, he was so curious. And like you said, it was just innocent. And I love that. Like, I love answering, you know, questions as far as like eat whether you're a kid or an adult, if you have a genuine question, I would love to answer it. You don't have to feel no type of way because I don't, you know, I don't be yeah. offended. I don't get offended. I'm I, Honestly, Dave, I can't even lie to you. I don't know the last time I probably was offended in life. I was going like, to ask you that, man. I don't like, know the last time I was ever offended, bro, like just to be honest, you know. But he was just like, how do you eat? And I was like, man, I wish I had some more chicken right now to show you how I eat. But I think you did. You pulled out I had phone. a video, bro, and that's like my phone is full of videos. I have to delete stuff all the time. But I just so happened because I did a, 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 a article for a guy from Chicago called out from I Wonder TV. Yeah. And I just so happened to have a video. I even I didn't even post this video yet Yeah. of me eating with the fork and everything. So he got to see it and his eyes just, you know, kind of got big. He was just like. Okay. Man, you feel me? He gave me a high nub, boom. You know, he was it was good, man. But just the fact that I was able to give him that enlightenment to be like, you know, it's it's I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just like a genuine moment, but it was just like a humbling moment for me, honestly, you know? So man, that was that was a that was kind of big. Yeah. For me. So yeah. with that being said, because I know you say you're not easily offended, right? Right. And I'm sure you get all types of stuff, but are there Cause this was something that that I was real careful of when we first linked up, right? right. You, you probably remember, man. I was like nervous. I was like right. trying to say the right things, or do the right things. <laughs> right, you right, right, right. <laughs> um, now we super cool, um, but I'm still I'm still careful, bro. Like, cause I'm 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 always about respect. Right, right. Um, are there things that bother you or offend you in terms of terms or things that people say or the way people act or react? Has there are there moments where you like, yo, that's not cool? Um I've had moments where, you know, guys try to, you know, show out in front of females and they got the Why it, those type of jokes and they try to like you know, I get offended over that, dog. You know like, what I'm saying? But they'll take it to a level to where it's like they'll drop something on purpose and be like, pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I gotta bend down, you know. But of course, as I'm a little older now, I haven't had those type of encounters but just stuff like that you know when f- guys get in front of females is always kind of a showboat thing uh those were the things that kind of used to bother me you know um even like as an adult you know 
not like I said, not so much now because I I get better every day, bro. Like you know, that's my goal to be better than I was the day before I was day before, you know. So I don't let those things bother me. But the only thing right now, honestly and truthfully, that could actually bother me or offend me is if somebody take pity on me or feel sorry for me. Yeah, those things. It's like disrespect to me, honestly. And here's what I mean by that. It's disrespectful for somebody to feel sorry for me in particular, not anybody else, but for me because I do so much and I show so much. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if I was not out here showing you how I do things. Even if you're not social media savvy, if you ask me in a in a store how to do something, I would give you an example right then and there. You know, I didn't have people pay for my groceries because they were secretly watching me shop and they were so amazed at how I pick up stuff, grab stuff, put it in a basket, took it out, put it in a register. Like I didn't have a couple encounters of that. I didn't had a couple encounters from even as a kid until to this day yeah. when people come pay for my food because they be I be out to eat somewhere and they'll come watch me eat and, you know, be amazed and just mind blown at how I do things, you know, and not think nothing up, you know, think twice of it. So I those that in itself would offend me the most yeah. because yeah. it's like Man, like I'm giving you everything you need to see. I'm showing you, and I'm willing to show you, even if you haven't seen or saw. You know, like it's here. You know, hundred percent. So it's just like a slap in the face. Like you saying you win six championships in basketball, and me telling you you ain't do nothing in basketball. You worked your butt off for that. Everything I do, from the like I said, the smallest things, from picking up keys off the ground to putting clothes in the washing machine and dryer to driving, like I'm. I have to work harder than your average human. So I'm working my tail off just to to live. You know what I'm saying? And I don't complain. And I'm not going to complain yeah, because that's yeah. the challenge. I love challenges. Man, I love man. when the odds are stacked against me. I do. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting down with my homie Trey Nub. Um, we have discussed some of life's challenges growing up with only one leg, right? No arms, one leg. Um, some of the ups and, and the downs. When we come back, guys, we're going to actually break down the breakthrough and talk about how he's overcome those challenges, um, where he's at today, what's going down, how his faith um, has helped propel him forward when many would have just given up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. It's yours truly, Just Dave, here on the Still Saved Show. And I got my homie, Trey Nub, in the building. Hey. Viral sensation. Uh, grew up, ladies and gentlemen, with only one leg. So the official term for that is triplegic, triplegic right? Yes. Triplegic. That's hard to say. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I had to practice before I got here. You know, it's crazy. I didn't even know there was a term for this until I got to college. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it was crazy. Somebody was doing a story on me and told me, like for a class project, and told me the correct terminology. I was like, I did not know that. I'm, I'm gonna start using yeah, it. I'm Once I learn how to pronounce it, yeah. I'm gonna start using it. <laughs> Once I pronounce it correctly in sentences, you know, you like, feel I'm, me? I'm gonna use it. I'm always trying to like learn new words, dog. <laughs> I, Definitely. I'm, you know, I grew up in the SWAT, bro. So, you know, right. I got that Southern slang, that Southern draw. And people tell me all the time, hey, you country, man. Look, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm from Texas, but not only Texas, I'm from Beaumont, Texas. Yeah, so, baby. You know Beaumont, Texas. Beaumont. In the building. What was it? Okay, so take me back to Beaumont, bro, because okay. we didn't talked about quite a bit thus far. Falls, mm -hmm. right? We didn't talked about the, you know, the you know, folks talking about you growing up, right. you know, overcoming that. Cause like that is tough, bro. Right. People commit suicide over that type of stuff. To this day, people feel like they're not good enough because of the jokes or the cruel things other kids and other people say about them. Adults right. too, to this oh, day. Bro, for sure. You know Me and so. JQ had a really deep, dope conversation about that, about, you know, just wanting people's approval and acceptance. 
It's mm, tough. Right. Um, right. And I can't imagine what you had to endure and go through. Man. How did you get through some of that? Because you alluded to, like, your parents and your support system and, and having folks like that around you. Like, how important was that for you in just maintaining your sanity? That was the key. That That is key. You know what I'm saying? The support system is everything. And for me, too, you know, because it was like you said, I'm dealing with a lot, you know, just not only just how I do things, but just emotionally and dealing with other kids and, you know, uh, even teachers, bro. Like, I done had a couple incidents where teachers were picking on me, like, not Come picking on. on me, but, like, targeting me, like, making it harder for me and sending me to the office for any little thing I do. Like, my mama, like, it got real, bro. Like, it got real. But my Let family. me find out. Nah, see, <laughs> now you done made me mad, dog. As an educator, bro, like, right, right. you know, we supposed to look out. Out for the kids. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and we get lists, you know, with kids that have accommodations, especially physical accommodations. But You can not... see that I need it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You can physically. You don't, you don't need a paper to see that I'm different. Hey, bro, some know? of my... Nah, let me, let me yeah. stop. Let me stop. Nah, um, yeah. But, dog, like, that, nah, that made me mad, bro. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, yeah, man. It's all good. But even that, just that in itself, you know, that kind of stuff used to just, like, get to me. You know, it's just like... As a kid, you want to know why. You know, that's the question. Why? Like, why Why am I like this? Or why they feel like I can't do this? Or why they... I had so many whys growing up, you know. And there's growing up in a church home, you know. They teach you what they taught me. You know, you don't question God. Everything happens for a reason. Understand that you might not see it right here, right now. Yeah. But that reason will reveal itself. Just be, you know, just be patient. And truth and behold, here I am today. And I'm understanding every bit of that reason. But like I said, my parents, they just let me know, like, hey, you are enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We love you. And I tell people to this day, like, you can go on my Instagram pages, any one of my social media, TikToks, and you'll see people saying some cruel things. But it ain't as cruel as the stuff my people be saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have no... my. My critics, the hardest critics I have in life come from my family. Come on, come on. But it's coming with love attached to it. For sure. It's like, we're going to let you have it, yeah. but you know there's another box in that box, and it's called love. So we yeah. want you to open that one, too. So once you open this, us getting on your tail, we want you to open that love box to let you know how much we love you, we value you, and appreciate you. And we want you to know that you are more than enough. Because that's the feeling I get when I'm with my family. And even close friends, their families treat me like family and I walk in my friend's house and, you know, hey, what we cook today, you know, parents cook. Well, you better get in there and fix that food, wash them nubs and fix that food like everybody else. <laughs> I love that, Dave. I love that. Thank you, mom. You know what I'm saying? That's like extended family, but yeah. they don't even treat me no different, you know? so. But I love what you said about how you, you got the the capping first in at the house, yeah. right? They didn't they didn't sugarcoat it or put you in a bubble. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? They they probably went hard on you. What what we on Saturday, Thursday, Thanksgiving, I had oh. to get some boy. It's like a festival of, you know, let you know what I'm saying? But it's also they support. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. I know it's coming, you know what I'm saying? But I like I said I embrace it because even then I know I'm one person that loves constructive criticism as well. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, they're going to let you have it raw though. They're going to give it to you straight. Yeah. But it's like I like that because, uh, as you know, and, and a lot of the listeners know, um, I got five kids. Right. My oldest son, who's mm -hmm. 10, about to be 11, mm -hmm. uh, he has autism. Uh -huh. And one of the things that we, we were very intentional about is not babying him, right? Not treating him different because of his him being on the spectrum. Right. Um, he plays basketball. He didn't play the violin. He yeah. makes good grades. 
Um, oh, that's he, hard. He played the violin. Come on, dog. Yeah, well, he he played the violin. Hey. Like he tried it. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, that's still a, a big step. Yeah, because yeah. there's people with hands and all their limbs was like, I'm not touching that. Man, you know, yeah. we, we see we tried to put them in, put them in everything, everything, let and, them and let them out. pick yeah. what they wanted. But but the whole point is like we know that when he goes out into society and grows up, ain't nobody worried about his autism. Right. And especially because he's high functioning. So you can't really tell when you first meet him. You know, they gonna treat him like they treat anybody else. Right. You know what I'm facts, saying? Facts. And I remember he was taking a basketball camp with Steve Francis and Steve had put him up on his shoulders. Mm. Right. And um, and, you know, because they were celebrating like something really, really dope. And so I came around to help take him off. And Steve was like, bro, like, no, like, let him go. Like, he, yeah. he got it. Yeah. He got it. Like, let him. You know what I'm saying? Let, let if, if he fall, he, let him get back up. Yeah. Like. Don't baby him. You have to fall. You mm -hmm. have to fall. And don't, like, man, even to this day, you know, when I do the speaking and I do go speak to people, or even if I speak to parents, because they'll tell me, you know, like they have a child, you know, with some type of, you know, disability. And the, the key thing I tell them is do not baby them as much as possible, you know, because some sure. people's situations require a little more, you know. It's yeah. just I me. think there's a difference between accommodations and babying or it's, enabling and pacifying. There's a very, very big difference between accommodating yeah. and very Because I wouldn't consider you having a prosthetic leg being babied. No, no, you no. You know no. what I'm saying? That's a, and the story with that is, quick story, I hated my prosthetic when I was a kid. I used to rather scoot around on my butt, you know, and it take me 10 minutes to get from here to there than put that prosthetic leg on. I used to cry when they made me put that on. But as I got older, this was like, because I went to a daycare with special, you know, needs for kids, you know, like that. And as I got older, the kid, grade school, pre-K, kindergarten, I got to keep up with the rest of the kids. I can't do that scooting, you know. So I had to, you know. But even to this day, like, you know, they didn't, well, back then I didn't try prosthetic arms and stuff. But because I was so used to it and I so adapted to my arms, those actually slow me down. Wow. Those would slow me down. And I would, I would have to relearn how to do every single thing. I was taking classes during school. Why that? You know, I would be in school, like middle school, elementary school, and I would have a occupational therapist come get me out of class. Now I'm already feeling awkward because the kids already looking at me. Now you want to make me more awkward, you know? But it'd be like that. Then I got to use a prosthetic arm. All the kids, that is like one of the things that they loved about me. Like when I yeah. wore shorts and they got to see my leg, because I don't wear shorts a lot. And it's not nothing because of I'm embarrassed or that. But back then, a little bit, yes. Sure. But now it's like. People took, I didn't know you had a prosthetic, you know, but right, right, right. when I used to do wear my shorts or they see my prosthetic leg or my prosthetic arm, they used to love that. Man, like, that's they, doper than any leg tattoo you could ever have. Hey, <laughs> got the whole leg, you know what I'm saying? So they used to be like, man, put, put your arm on, man. I'd be like, no, I don't want to wear that. Like, it's going to take me 20 minutes to eat one burger when I could just do it. Come on, man. That's cool, man. Do it. So I used to do it too, though, just to make them happy too, though. But yeah. it was a lot with within that, you know, learning how to do a lot of that you know prosthetics right. and you know but it it's it's accommodations and babying that's just two big different things nah, to nah. me my people never babied me never not once you know they accommodated for certain things right right but even then it's like i always had it in me so i don't want to be different or i don't want to be viewed as different i'm already different i know that but don't view me or treat me different right so i Man. would try to even if i had accommodations 
I would do it regular. So, like I said, in school, oh, yeah, you can write a two-page paper instead of five. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you five, maybe six. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Do, mm -mm. Don't do me like that. And yeah. I'm going to let you know, though. I definitely will let people know, hey, you know, look, this is a little hard right here. But I'm a geek because I was in a band too, like my band director. I, was, I wanted to ask, bro. Come oh on. yeah, let's go. Let's go there. Yeah, okay, let's go there. Cool. But uh, I was in a band, so like my band director and the thing I loved about him, shots out Carl Connor. Hold on, like, what did you play in the band? I played the snatch room. Come on, I am the Nick Cannon of the New Millennium. <laughs> and tell Nick I said it, you know. Yeah. So, but um, doing that, like, and I just like my whole perception on everything because I was nervous. That was the only that was the only thing at that time that my parents would let me do that was competitive. Right. I couldn't play sports. They wouldn't have any. I told, I asked my mom, can I play football? She started laughing. She just started laughing, you know. And even for my dad to ask him to play sports and for him to tell me no because he knowing that my situation, I that was hard for him, you know, yeah, to be able yeah. to tell your son that you know can go out there and, and, and at least give more effort than, you know. That's the thing, bro. You have more heart, more more effort, more passion, more drive than I've seen than anybody. And that'll take you so far. Even that, though, Dad. Like, people think I'm trying to prove a point. And I am, but not to you. I'm trying mm. to prove it to me. I want to know if I can do it or not. So, like, if I was going to the band, like, me asking him the first day I remember, the very first day, because my older cousin played in the band. That's the only reason my mom let me play. She's In her head, she thought she had a plan. I'm going <laughs> to let him play as long as his cousin's there to watch him. But yeah. when his cousin graduate, I was a freshman, he was a senior. So basically, you're going to give me a year. So in my, And then your first year is never like your best year. But that was what it wasn't. Like my first year was my best year. Like Come on. one of my best. My first, my freshman year and my senior year. Now, was hold on, hold on. Before you get too deep. Okay. All right, because again, he, ladies and gentlemen, train up. No arms, played the snare drum. One leg, how, marching. Oh, oh see, marching. That's news to me. Traditional right. style. Dog, yeah. how are you able to play the drums with no arms? I played the drums using wristbands, and that okay. was a process, too. I've that When I first got to middle school, too, I was eligible to play in the band. That's right when the movie Drumline came out. Mm -hmm. My older brother played the drums for my grandmother's church choir my entire life, so I grew up around music for one, but not only that, the drums, you know? So I always wanted to play that, and they'd be like, oh, no, you can't play that. It's too big. So I'm like, okay, you give me one drum. I know I can handle that. But, you know, and that's just me in my mind. Before I knew how to hold the sticks and everything, we used to try different things like tape, uh, rubber bands, and stuff like that. So, But I grew up in an era where headbands and wristbands was part of the drip back then. You Come know, on. you wear a headband or a wristband on the one side, you, you, got, you fly. So my partner had one of them, so I tried it, and it worked. From there, it was like the rest is on me. Yeah. So I slide the stick through the wristbands and, and go. I go. So t so take me back because you said your first year was your best year. Yeah. How so, so? Honestly and truthfully, one, it was the best year because I was making a name for myself. But not only that, like, I was amazing myself. I've always been, you know how people tell you something for so long, even before you try it, they tell you something for so long, you start to believe it. I was always told that you can't walk far distances because you got that prosthetic leg and, you know, whoop, 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 you're going to get tired. But I'm hitting seven, eight, nine, ten mile parades and with a band. And the live part about it I was saying about my band director is he never, ever stopped to be like, I mean, he'll check on me, but they would never be like, oh, you know, you need to sit this one out. This one might get a little hectic. If I tell coach, I'm, hey, put me in the game, he like, what you talking to me for? Get in the game. You know what I'm saying? And just that in itself, like, I was that's my first time ever on CNN. Like I was so world. talk to me about that, bro, because I wanted to hear like that. That probably catapulted you into the public eye. That so huge. That, how did you how did you get the attention of CNN, bro? So the band that I was in, it was a show band, and we traveled state to state to do competitions. What school? 
Central. Beaumont right. Central Medical Magnet High School. Yeah, so um, we would travel and do different things. Actually, another big moment for me was we used to play halftime at the Rockets games out here. So we used to drive out here during the week because the Rockets have week games. Drive out here during the week and we would play halftime shows. So even that year, freshman year, he, when I told him I wanted to play the drums, he didn't ask no questions. He didn't say how. I was like, Mr. Collins, you know, I introduced myself. Hey, my cousin is so-and-so. I'm a freshman. I want to play in a band. He said, what you play? I say snap drum. He said, all right, you good. Man, from that moment on, he didn't, like I said, he didn't hinder me. So, like, I was going, he was putting me on a spot in front of shows, halftime shows at football games and halftime shows at Rockets games. He giving me drum solos like Nick Cannon. You know how Nick Cannon had to take his yeah, and everybody was yeah. mad? He like, go. And that was, like, nervous for me. Of course. And even as an adult, I had to do I, I told the story the other day about me having to play at Prairie View for Honda. I had to do the same thing. They gave me a solo. I just transferred from Southern University to Prairie View. You know, um, I didn't know that stuff all the way. They was like, go out there and give a solo. Man, like, we marched in the Superdome in Atlanta. That stadium was full. That's probably, like, one of the biggest crowds I ever played for in my life, Dave. My heart wasn't even in my body no more. <laughs> Talk about pounding, jumping out, I and jump know. out and ran. It left. But the only thing that got me through it, like literally, I'm telling myself while this is going on, I'm like, why are you here to play the drums? Are you good at it? Yes, I'm great at it. I'm confident. I'm going to tell myself I'm great at it. So just do what you do. Do what you do best. And I did it. I didn't know that the crowd was as loud as they was until after I went back and watched film. Because mm. I was so tunnel vision, I didn't hear nothing no more. Yeah. I barely heard the other drummers, you know, to keep up with my part, I just looked at my drum and I just did it. But that solo putting me out there, just being not being afraid to showcase who I am and what I am, that built that. So when he did that as a freshman, like I was on CNN, the local news stations was doing news reports on me. I was on a CW. Like, you know, it was a lot as a freshman too. So that's why, you remember when I told you my mama thought she had plans? Uh-huh. uh-huh. No. So when she couldn't I, have foreseen that. So when she didn't, I nobody could. Yeah. I don't even think the band director did. So like as I did things, he just gave me more and more. Yeah. By the time I was a junior, you know, sophomore, I was the captain of the snares. By the time I was a junior and senior, you know what I'm saying? I'm assistant section leader, you know, with the rest of my, you know, so it was a it was a journey. But it's the fact that he didn't hinder me and I didn't hinder me. I didn't slow down. It just I know me. I know what yeah, I'm capable yeah. of. You can't tell me what I can and can't do. Right, right. And especially if people don't put those roadblocks in front of you. Right. Yeah, you and already they, have enough They're going to do it, though. You already got enough challenges. You know what I'm saying? When people give you that green light, it's like, okay, bet. I can be me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like, we were joking around about your mom not being able to foresee that, but I guarantee you she saw something else, right. which is the greatness that's inside of you. She might not have seen the CNN and all the other right. stuff, but she knew that you were destined for she great things. She saw that. And even then to this day, like, and I know it, like, we talk about it, but not too, too much nowadays. But she saw that, one, I loved it. And not only that, the best part for her, it made me keep my grades up. Because <laughs> I wanted to do it. You know what I'm saying? So she's that's like. one thing us parents care about. Okay, boom. You like, what? Okay, boom. That's going to keep your grades up. Go ahead and do I it. I joke around. Know? I tell people we bought uh, our kids tablets and, and phones. And I'm like, yeah, I bought them something so that I could have something to take away. Take away, away. You know right? what I'm saying? You know, that punishment. You know what I'm It's going to get you right. But. I did it because I loved it, and she saw me practicing, getting on her nerves at the house, beating on everything, but she saw that I got better and better. When I graduated high school, I had over half a million dollars worth of scholarship money. She didn't have to pay for a quarter of me going to school. That's how, so when I went to Southern, quick story on that, I went to Southern, marched over that first semester, but almost towards the end, of right around this time today, because Bayou Classic was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I got sick with pneumonia, 
So I had to drop. I had to uh, withdraw from school, leave Louisiana, come back to Texas. I still had to get go to college. Just so happened the band director at Preview still wanted me. I still got a full ride to go back to play in a band second semester. That's how Honda came and all that. So, like, one thing led to another, which led to another. So I ended up having to come back to Texas, back at PV. He was in a band. Uh, went to a Prairie View typical uh, homecoming beach party. No, Spring Fest party. Boom, now I'm famous. Like, literally, that quick, just like that. I was at the beach party, did a little dance. It went viral. I was on World Star. Everybody in the world was like, that dude with no hands, I like him. Vanilla Trill, which white boy Chris. Hey, we're going to have to get you. You done all these hip-hop TikToks and videos. We're going to have to get you on a gospel video. Check this, though. Yeah. We're going to have to get you on a song that says, lift your hands in the sanctuary. <laughs> hey, I, I love that song. What do you mean? That's going to be the TikTok. Yo. Let's do it. Let's do it, dog. Let's do it. It's going down, man. Yes. But I love to hear about the support of your family. Like, I, I like your mom and dad uh, already. And I ain't even met them yet, <laughs> Man, they're so excited like, to meet you, man, because I talk about you. I'm like, yo, Dave, help me with this. And know you get me going with that you know he's a big hip hop trip you know it's a lot like the people i rock with i rock with yeah, yeah. so i talk about as if y'all a family too mm-hmm. so you know what i'm saying yeah. they they definitely excited about meeting people you too. underestimate the value of support man that's the biggest that's the you biggest. know i think about the people that have looked out for me whether it's been a scholarship or you know there was a time in my life when i was homeless and and i had some church members you know hook me up with a place to stay like, you don't necessarily feel obligated to those people, but you right. feel a sense of duty. And, like, these people looked out for they, me. And they didn't have and, to. Yeah. They told me that. My parents told me that at an early age. Nobody owes you nothing. Right. Nobody is not going to give you nothing. Hands or no hands. Mm-hmm. So that's why I go with my slogan, no handouts. I don't got a hand to put out, so you can't hand me nothing. I earned everything I get, you know? And, I, and, if, and even if you want to help me, well, let me show you or let me reciprocate the energy and, and do something for you, you know, because that's just how I am. But like you said, the support system is the reason why I am able yeah. to sit right here in front of you today. Bro. Even today, my support system keeps me going. Even the fans, like, man, just them and themselves, like, okay, I love that. So no handouts. We talked about fam, the fans, the support. All, all that has contributed to this powerful mindset that you have. Talk to me a little bit about before we leave about how your faith has contributed to your success? How has your faith in God helped keep you grounded in a world that is so unsteady? Put it like this. I don't move without faith. Mm. I don't blink without faith. I blink with faith, Dave. (laughs) I blink with faith. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, Like I said, I grew up in a church home, you know, church family, you know, put God first. No matter what you're going through, he going to get you through it. It don't rain forever. It's going to rain right now. And it might rain hard. It might rain so hard till it flood. But look at Houston. Look at these cities that didn't have, got flooded before. We rebuilt. We back and better than ever. Mm. Same thing. If you, you're going to fall down, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have times where it's like it's unbearable. But you know who to go to because he going to yeah. get you through it every time. So my faith, I some a lot of times, Dave, I can – I can't think exactly if I didn't done it to you yet, but it's going to happen. <laughs> Dave, I can tell you and have you believe and I can do something just because if you know me and you know I can do a lot of things, it could be something I've never done before. Yeah. But in my head, I can do that. And so to not have whoever's with me, uh, you, if you're with me, for instance, no, I, you sure you can ride these four-wheelers? Dang, brother, look, listen, let me tell you something. I'm a pro at these four-wheelers, brother. I've been riding four-wheelers my entire life. My brother had a four-wheeler, woo-woo. <laughs> 
But in my head, I'm like, okay, how am I finna ride this four-wheeler? Because I never rode this four-wheeler. But my thing is to ensure them that I am going to be okay so they don't stress and worry. Right, right. But the rest, that's what I do. My other side, that's the faith. I just got to know that God got me. If it's for me to fall off in this four-wheeler, he going to make sure I fall, learn my lesson, and then I do it, and I still be okay and learn from it. That's how I always feel. Even if I fail, he going to make sure I fail with grace. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Sometimes he going to make sure I fail a little harder to hit my head because I didn't learn that lesson the first time. Because that's all it is. That's, all, that's what I see it is. Life is a lesson and a blessing, full of lessons and blessings. It's a blessing when, when you learn it. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you overcome it, it's a blessing. Yeah. If, if it's just a hardship you're going through and you hit your head, it's a lesson to be learned. Bro, that's crazy because so, you, said, you said something that really, really touched me, and it's fall with grace. Fall with grace. Fall with grace. I, when I used to be a youth pastor, I used to use this analogy a lot of times as believers. You know, we don't take advantage of God's grace, right? You know, we know it's there, but to take advantage of it would be foolish, right? Um, and a lot of people think that that's what we do as Christians, right? We use grace as a crutch. Uh-uh. But truth be told, if you think about people in the circus, right? Those trapeze walkers, right, or those, right, right, those, right. those high rise people who walk across those those tight ropes, right. tight rope walkers. Tight rope. That's what yeah. they call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Tight rope walkers, right? What is underneath them? The net. The net, mm-hmm. right? Now, that doesn't make it any less dangerous. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still can fall, but the beauty of 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 being loved by God and accepting his sacrifice and accepting his grace is that we're able to fall with grace. And if we do happen to fall from that tightrope, guess what? His grace is sufficient in our weakness mm-hmm. and is there to catch us when we fall. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We're able to bounce back up and try again. Exactly. But the thing about it is, and I tell people too all the time, don't get scared from the fall either. Don't be scared to fall. Even though sometimes it might be a high fall, like you say, he got you. That net is there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's there. You have to know that, understand that, have faith in that. Mm. Having faith is knowing without seeing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like having faith is just being able to know it's there or know something is going to occur or happen or, you know, without seeing it physically. You know what I'm saying? Man, bro. I know I'm going to fail, but I know anytime that I fail or anytime that I will fail or anytime that I do fail, I'm going to be able to learn from it. It's not going to be a fail to where it's like I'm stuck. Yeah. You know, I can't get up from this. You know, and I don't use the word can't. Come on. No, I've never, heard, you, know I've never heard you use it. I don't like using the word can't. Only thing that I use the word can't on is I can't use the word can't. <laughs> I can't. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, we got to wrap up, man. This has been, man, such a blessing. Man, thank to, you. To, Likewise, man. brother. It, 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 there, I pulled so much from this, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have been inspired. You've been motivated. Uh, I'm looking forward to hitting these schools with you. Man, we out here doing these schools, motivational entertainment. I'm giving the show while I let give the message at the same time. Yeah, man. Gonna laugh, be entertained, and receive, you know, some positivity from your boy. Listen you already no know, man. You already know. Well, it's been an honor, man. Um, shout out to your family, your your all, all your friends and your fam who've been rocking with you for for many many years. Tell tell everybody else who have just found out about you today how they can tap in and connect with you on social um all my social media platforms is trey nub t-r-e-n-u-b-b nub stands for never underestimate before belief so it's not just that i have nubs it's a it's a meaning so that's me on every platform tiktok instagram everything you know trey nub t-r-e-n-u-b-b 
Man, let's get it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, this has been a phenomenal time. We have sat down, and my homie Trey Nub has literally broke down the breakthrough here on the Still Saved show. It's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will be back next week. In the meantime, stay blessed, and it is going down. Yeah.